In today's episode, Aileen and Nancy talk about playing with energy to manage your feelings and the circumstances around you. (laughs) Welcome to Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom, a podcast where two friends, Aileen and Nancy, explore and expand beyond what they think they know in order to live a life of freedom. Thank you for joining us. And away we go. All right. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. I'm laughing already just looking at you. So it's going to be a good one. Giggle, giggle. Uh, happy Mother's Day to come. Yes, to you yep. too. Yep. Looking forward. Well, yeah, it's going to be an interesting Mother's Day. Right. Um, because it's the first one without my mom. I was thinking of yeah, that. Yeah, first one. And the first of everything are, are kind of. So before we launch in, let's do our um, intention setting. This is something we normally do off microphone, but I mm-hmm. think it's it's just such a, a valuable tool. And I would just invite other people to do it. if it Before you go into a task, I think Abraham calls it segment intending. You know, Cryon calls it simply intention setting. Just simply planning how it's going to be. Because you are such a master of your own body and therefore your experience that simply by stating what you desire, that's really what it is. By stating what you desire, you make it so, or as Cryon says, so it is. So we want to set the intention to be a source of love and light and that the frequency and the content that comes out of our bodies as we compress the breath and push it out into the field is something that brings peace and comfort and upliftment to those who hear it and even in the field to those who don't. That's great. And that's what we were actually considering discussing was that concept of mm-hmm. frequency in the field. As exactly. I was driving here today, I was listening to Michael Sandler. I can't recall the name of his guest. She's a past life guru. And she was saying, it doesn't matter what we do or if what we do is even seen by others, but it matters what we do. <laughs> kind mm-hmm. Exactly. It's about the frequency that you have at that moment and then pushing it out. Not even pushing it out, it radiates out. That's right. That's right. There's a wonderful movie called Kitchen Stories. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, it's a foreign film. It's been around for a long time. And I used to show it to my coming of age groups because I wanted them to know exactly what we're saying is that nothing is independent of anybody else, that everything we do affects the world around us. So I don't want to give away too much of this movie. Oh, I'm going to so find it now. It's called Kitchen Stories. It's wonderful. And I think anyone who has a chance to watch it, it speaks to exactly what we're saying, is that we might perceive in our day that we don't have an impact if we're, quote unquote, minding our own business, but we, we're part of the collective. We impact everything. I went to a sound workshop and the woman, amazing, beautiful, majestic, graceful woman, the first thing she said to us was, you manipulate everything. And I took offense to that. Yeah, that could be a tricky word. <laughs> I took offense to uh-huh. it at first. And I thought, I don't, mani- like, I'm not that kind of person that manipulates anything. Yeah. And I thought, she's not talking to me. But she was absolutely right in this positive way, this ownership of power, which is we do, if you think about it, it's just the physics of it. Mm -hmm. We manipulate everything. Manipulate just means change it. And so to be purposeful. Maybe Abraham says you mold the clay kind of thing. Right. To take it to that next level. But to really own that 
when I walk into a room, I am manipulating the energy in the room. And I think part of me, like I said at first, was like, that word was strange. And then when I understood why she used it, I realized how important it was because it's a very powerful concept Mm. and a truthful concept to own. Mm -hmm. So her suggestion was that walking into a room, when we walk into a space, as soon as you walk in, and I love this, she says, you're going to manipulate the room anyway. You're manipulating it. Why not be intentional about it? So she Mm -hmm. talked about looking up and down the walls, come up with a color, a vibration, and just roll it, paint it on every single wall before you even walk in. So as you're coming in the threshold, she said, actively manipulate the space because again, you're manipulating it. And she's right. Your energy, my energy, that's quantum physics. That's observer effect. So she, so her exercise was visualizing you putting color on Could the wall. Could be walls, color, vibration. That, and that co- what color like. is it? Sound. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Just a wave to make a, it very more tangible. Right. Yeah. And to say, oh, so it could be, you know, a pink glittery color, whatever feels, <laughs> you know, cheerful and joyful. Yeah. And then just put it all over the walls before we go in. And it's true that creates a space and begins an energy vibration that other people can feel. Nice. Nice. I think I might have said this in the past, but it's worth noting again. Cryon says, he says, it's almost like a Merkaba spinning in your heart center. So for those who don't, Merkaba is a geometric shape. It's often associated with Archangel Metatron. And this is what a magical shape that spins. And, and my angel deck with Metatron, it says he can spin it above your head and flush and cleanse. And, but it also radiates. So Cryon was saying, be aware that as you move through your day, there's this Merkaba spinning in your chest and it's golden and it spins and spins. So the gold becomes sort of almost a blinding white light. And when you encounter in proximity, right, because what is your heart field scientists have measured your heart field it goes out eight meters is it um something like eight meters so when you come in that physical proximity with another human being your mission with (laughs) your energy and and is is mushing with this person's energy and if you're more if you're aware of your more spinning and burning and pushing out this radiating this wonderful light no darkness is going to come in and but if that person has a brighter light than you, you get the advantage of that. Like you kind of can't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Right? And that was also to his point of we are in the place now where there's no need to smudge or cleanse or protect. It's simply shining your light brighter. So you don't have to fight the darkness. You just shine the light. Exactly. But um, yeah, your physical body is just this radiating ball. And be aware of that, particularly mm-hmm. when you come into the physical proximity of other people, because we are these 4D people and, and, and physical proximity is a thing in this dimension. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But we can do it remotely. Absolutely. That's, they're just waves. They're just waves of energy. Yep. A- and there's different levels. So there's the earth, the, the physical proximity, the heart chakra. Then there's like, oh, well, the waves, the remote connections there's the collective mm-hmm. and then there's of course our parallel and past lives that are simultaneously occurring oh my and dimensions, <laughs> and and dimensions. Like, ah, so the easy answer is just keep raising your vibration and don't worry about it you yeah. know it's like yeah, yeah. just keep raising it and and to create mantras perhaps or intentions you know as you started today with 
Uh, one of the things that I would say in the morning was, may I be of service in a way that's of the highest good for all. And I wanted to remind myself that it wasn't my human ego that knew what was of the highest good. Yes. Right. And also, as we say at the end of our show, more to be revealed because mm -hmm. when we become stagnant and get really attached to, well, I know the best thing for this person. Mm, mm. Like, really? Like in this moment, that might be a nice thing, but perhaps that really isn't the best for them mm -hmm. two days from now yeah. or as their journey or evolution occurs. So instead of setting the intention for an outcome for them, you set the intention for their joy, however the outcome or just joy, just may I be of service in a way that's of the highest good for all. Yep. And I so want to like pen none of my that business, you know? what I do too when I do my morning mantra, just because it could it could be misconstrued, not misconstrued, but not to get caught in I'm serving other people correct and at my to my detriment. Correct. It's again that airline analogy put your own oxygen mask on mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. before you put out and so i before i begin my morning meditation on my beautiful porches and it's actually a, came from the catholic prayer mm -hmm. for my good and the good of all because if i'm off i can't be on for the rest exactly. of the world so yeah i want satisfaction and joy and highest good mm -hmm. because that elevates my vibration. It's not selfish. It's, right. I mean, that by society's definition, like Abraham says, you know, we you know, people say we teach selfishness, and we say we indeed, indeed we do, right. because you can't Full of self. serve somebody else unless you're aligned. So I mm -hmm. get aligned and say, I want good things for me, and in me being joyful and having good things for me and radiating the light, the side effect is I serve all. Yes, absolutely. It's yeah. like trusting. We can, you could also say mantra like, may I be in the right place at the right time and have an awareness of that in some way. Yeah. Trust that I'll be in the right place right. at the right time. Right. And I don't mean to get stuck on words. I just know that I used to live with, I'm going to serve other people. I'm going to serve right. other people. Right. And, and, and I would just beat yeah. myself That's sacrificing. And I would be exhausted. If, and yeah. then I just yeah. realized, ah, okay, nothing right. wrong with me being in a good place first. Exactly. And then if I take action, great. But if I don't, that's okay too. Right. Because it's not your place. That might not, quote unquote, be your person to be doing that for. You know, that's right. the other right. If I'm in the right place at the right time, that's not, again, that's not my business. Yep. I yep. don't have to work. I just need to raise my vibration and to be in my alignment because then I feel really good. Um, I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but many years ago, I... I always say many years ago, many years ago, but a while ago, um, when it was listservs that used to come on the, do you remember you could sign up for something that would come oh, to your email? Yeah. Sort God. of in the beginning. Horrible user interface. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just random so, message, like a chat board, an yes. old school chat board yeah, yeah. or forum, forums. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. So anyway, I was on, there's a couple of fun stories that I have with my experiences there, but one of them I'd signed up for positive quotes, you know, so every morning in my email would come a positive quote. And one that came said, paradise is where love dwells. And I thought, oh, that's great. Paradise is where love dwells. And then I took it further in my brain and I thought, well, if paradise is where love dwells, which I get that, I would agree with that. If love is always dwelling in me, then wouldn't I always be in paradise? Kingdom of heaven is at hand. And exactly. That's what Jesus meant. 
And the yeah. image that I got was pig pen from the peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> like everywhere he is, like you can't really see him, but he's like in his mess and he's so happy. He's like, everyone's like, and I was like, that's my role model. I'm going to be pig pen and I'm just going to have love mess around me. And then wouldn't everywhere I go be paradise. <laughs> this is the woman who has been counseling my children since they were in middle school and she's counseling them to be pig pen. Brilliant. <laughs> And oh, I was like, well, that works, right? And so <laughs> then the, you know, the sense of that, you know, takes me to selfish, meaning full of self, yeah. which is cool, which can be confused with self-centered, which mm. is like, I, you know, it's all about yeah. me, all about self-absorbed. me. Self-absorbed. Yeah. Right. And those are the things that perhaps we might not want to be because it shuts us off from the reality of interacting and interchange with others, the collective. Mm -hmm. It can be a very heady ego, human ego position to be in. And it doesn't mean that you have to help other people Mm -hmm. like with your actions. It just simply means, right, I love how you're saying, the interaction is not going to burst forth Mm -hmm. in the manner in which you kind of really intended when you came here. Right. So to be full of self is to be full of, and in my case, you know, paradise is where love dwells. So again, therefore, if I'm (laughs) dwelling always in my own love and the high vibration, unconditional love, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. I'll always be in paradise. And then if we go back to manipulating the space, right, right, I will be bringing paradise everywhere I go. And then people around me have the option to be triggered into remembering (laughs) and creating their own paradise around them. Or not. It's so funny. My mind's eye. I'm seeing, well, now when I walk into a space, I'm going to paint a tropical scene. Paradise to me is, you know, Fiji, Bora Bora. I'm going to paint a tropical scene on my walls when I go into a room now. So everybody's in like chill and appreciating Gaia's beauty. Exactly. Thank you. That's my new... That's my new tool in my belt. That's what I go go through the, the day and I feel like I collect little tools to put in my tool belt. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Right. Right. And we all know what it feels like to go in a space where people have been arguing, even if they're not arguing. So that fa- that that line, that phrase, oh, the tension was so thick you can cut it with a knife. Mm. Well, they've manipulated that space with their energy of tension, anger, disconnect with each other. And so, right, we walk in and we're like, what you just happened in this it. room? Yeah, mm-hmm. you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And now then to further enunciate the point I made earlier, what Cryon says is, so just shine your macabre brighter yes, yes. when you go. Just be more aware of that heart center and how it radiates out that eight meters, 360, whatever. Mm-hmm. All the more reason. Yeah, exactly. And this came up the other day with a client. We were talking about relationships and ones to be in and ones not to be in and love and your vibration, right? So this is how I explain unconditional love. It's what we're saying. Unconditional love just means that we allow the vibration of love to flow through us. We allow ourselves to be in paradise in every moment. We allow the alignment. We choose it. We intend it, no matter who or what is around us. Mm -hmm. And so what I say to people is I say, you can love a shark. You can look in the ocean and say, I love you sharks. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. I want you to have a good, nice life. And I don't need to swim with you. I don't need to get into the water with you. So there are people in our lives that we are not, nor do we need to get in the water and swim with them Mm -hmm. because they're not particularly safe for us in one dimension. 
or right. three dimension world, five sensory. However, that doesn't mean we stop our love flowing to them. That's what means yes. unconditional. That means it just flows out through right. us. We assume love, the vibration of love is like, I'm going to give it to you or I'm going to take it away. I'm going to fill you with it or I'm going to pull it and withdraw from you. And it's like, well, we're hurting ourselves because we're stopping love from being our right. vibration. We're not in our paradise then. That also is tying in with the podcast I was listening to on the way in. It compartmentalizes you mm-hmm. and it separates you from the oneness, yes. right? Because you're actually connected. This woman was sharing her near-death experience and she said, everything was connected when I passed. It's like sort of this nebulous mist and everybody was there. Everybody in the whole wide world, past, present, future. We had individuality, but we were all one. It's a really challenging concept from mm-hmm. a quantum physics perspective to understand that energetic blob existing in multiple dimensions where there is no time and no space and linear thinking because that's what we are we are basically linear so it's hard for us to grab these concepts you more have to sort of feel into it but if you withdraw your love you're you're withdrawing it from yourself exactly yes yes absolutely Way um, out there today. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. The, um, again, the alignment. Of, of, and I, I just love that word. It just made sense to me that it's, you know, if we imagine there's this beautiful, incredible charge of energy and that we can align to it. We don't have to steal it from other people. Mm-hmm. We don't have to wait for other people to tell us, oh, we love you. You're beautiful. Oh, great. I can be aligned now. It's like, no, it has yes. nothing to do with anyone else. Right. It's like, imagine each one of us has our own electrical socket. Yep. And from our crown chakra comes the cord. I love it. And once we plug in, our socket is there. We don't have to try to push somebody over and get into their socket. And that's when you, you know, talk about words like we think about things with greed and money and they have more in abundance and they have it, but I don't have it. It's like, no, 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 man. Your your electrical socket is as big and as beautiful and as open as anyone else's. And also, you as I we've spoken before about education. And dogmas and religions where it's like, no, 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 we're going to scoop you into this system and we're going to reward you for thinking what we want you to think so we can control you. So for us to get out of, that's very linear, right? And that's very, you know, so for us to move out of that and give ourselves permission to explore as well as for those of us, you know, past life situations where we have been burned at the stake for exploring, for being mm-hmm. outside the box, mm-hmm. one of the things we've talked about. So really recognizing with a lot of love and, and compassion people's journeys to expand, to move into feeling better. It, it's not easy to feel better. It seems weird. We think, why wouldn't we want to feel better? Well, of course we want to feel better. And yet there's all of these triggers and these beliefs that are in the way of us on the ego level mm-hmm. to kind mm-hmm. of get to that place of feeling better. So aligning to a vibration can, and playing with energy and playing with vibrations can sometimes be an easier way to start. Yes. To start that. Yep. When you brought up ego, I, don't, I can't recall if I shared this in the last podcast, but I was listening to uh, Dr. Sue Mortar who calls the ego the protective self. Mm-hmm. So when I start feeling defensive, I say, thank you, protective self. I know now I'm in survivor mode, even emotionally, right? We're designed to be safe to to not we are designed to avoid 
danger, mm-hmm. physical, as well as if somebody hurts your emotional self. Right. So your protective self jumps in. So now when I'm feeling defensive or somebody triggered a pain body, as that card would say for me, I say to my protective self, thank you so much. I know you're, I know you're here to protect me. You can step aside so I can step into the light and let God decide how I want to move forward in this situation. That's great. It's, it's been very That's helpful beautiful. for me. I almost want to share, speaking of tools in the tool belt, mm-hmm. the, I might have, I'm not sure if I've shared this or in this manner, but it's worth speaking to again. Cryons has three things that you should do on a daily basis to really experience the beautifulness of you. One, when you wake up before those feet hit the floor, you set that intention. You know, thank, thank spirit to whatever you want to call it, angel, soul, team, spirit, guide, blah, 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 whatever. Thank spirit for your night's sleep and thank spirit for loving you as you move through this day. Cause that's what's exactly like the pre-paving and it's now and it will be cause there's no time. There's only now. So you thank spirit for loving you and ha- letting you have this experience as you can put your feet on the floor and move through the day. That's one. The second thing is I, th- I talked of this blast compassion to mm-hmm. somebody, right? So compassion being almost according to Quran's definition, just alignment and pure love, and then directing that at somebody. Mm-hmm. So blast somebody with compassion. Doesn't need to be somebody who is hurt or injured or sick or just somebody who pops into your mind. Blast compassion to them. And the third thing is to laugh. Mm-hmm. He said that. Why do you? Why do you humans have such a hard time with that <laughs> concept? And find something to laugh at. So. I've been enjoying uh, Carol Burnett skits, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so instead of getting on YouTube and looking at angry pranks or fails, right. you know, I don't like seeing those skits where they, oh, fails, funniest fails, where people actually get hurt falling. Mm-hmm. I go to Carol Burnett or Robin Williams and just, I'm a Big Bang Theory gal. <laughs> those are my people. <laughs> uh, those geeks are my people. I know them. I know them. I was them. Um, and just try to find something to laugh about. And Cryon says, if you do those three things on a daily basis, just watch. Because we are as within, so without. Watch how the out morphs from the within. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the conscious manipulation. That's the choice. That it's like, what is going to unfold in front of me? comes directly from the vibration in which I'm in in this moment. You know, so you think about, right, you think about being in one room, which is this moment, Mm -hmm. and think about the door to go to the next moment. What do you want to bring with you to the next moment? Right, right. Right? So it's like, oh, and then the next moment is the next doorway, and then the next doorway, and the next doorway. It's like, oh, I want to have this high vibration of love. So when I go into the next moment, Everything in that room blossoms from that love. Right. And then it spirals and then more and then more and then more. Snowball, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. right. And different words to throw in there too is Abraham. I liken it to when Abraham says, satisfied with where I am. Satisfaction and eager for more. Satisfaction and eager for more. So if you're Mm -hmm. in a state of satisfaction, which is a nice state in that you're not like, woohoo, way up. It's higher frequency than neutral. And then it allows things, it allows you to receive and unfold versus having some kind of charge, positive or negative mm-hmm. around it. So mm-hmm. satisfaction and eager for more is is a beautiful stance to be in. Thanks to Abraham sharing that. I, I do that one too. It's a, mm-hmm. good, it's a good place to be in. Sometimes you can't even get there. Right. <laughs> Sometimes satisfaction is a reach and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you acknowledge it. Yep, not there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I have been there and I can get there again and... Props to me for realizing I'm not there. Exactly. And and again, it's not about the outside external things that are happening. 
Because if we look at those, our brain will be like, oh, but this is terrible or this is bad. Mm. So when we talk about satisfaction or any vibration, we can borrow it. We can remember it through watching a movie. We can remember it um, through being, you know, if you and I have talked about being Italian. <laughs> when I heard the word satisfaction, when I've heard of that and thought of it because I love it, I always think of what it feels like when I'm eating something and it tastes so good. And I think I feel uh. this. This is so delicious. <laughs> Say that <Right>? again. <laughs> this is so delicious. Oh, I got to put you on one of my voiceover <laughs> skits. <laughs> so to yeah, me, that's fabulous. if I'm, if I'm yeah. you know, looking for satisfaction, if I feel that I want to align to that, because maybe the outside world is tricking my brain, yeah. and I'm like, oh, this is yucky, or I'm yeah. going up or down, I do, I just think, oh, this is so delicious. Yeah. yeah. And then that raises Yummy. the vibration yeah. in my body. Right. Because it's so visceral for me when something's really delicious. Like I taste it on my tongue, my yeah. stomach, like my whole body experiences yeah. the deliciousness of it. Yeah. That to me is My mouth is watering now. I'm thinking of this big bowl of homemade spaghetti with chunks of tomato gravy all over it. Now you got my mouth salivating. Yes. It's going to be a wet, it's going to be a wet rest of the podcast. <laughs> So we can, we're not left on our own, right? Because the other thing is like, how can we conjure up a vibration that we don't know? So, you know, let's say we came from a kind of abusive, you know, family. And to say to someone, and it can be so frustrating, like we're trying to raise our vibration and people are like, well, you can feel this or do this. And people are like, I don't even know how to get there. How do I get there? So I suggest to people, what movie do you like? I don't care if it's a, a movie character or a character in a book. It doesn't matter if it's a family that you read about or you saw. I don't care if it's a cartoon. It doesn't matter what it or one of your friends was telling you a story about an amazing time they had with their family. Mm-hmm. Borrow it. Take yes. it. Feel it. And that's another way to use empathic skills is like just get in there and roll around and Feel it and just be like, I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Borrow you know, is a borrow great it. word. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. used the word, I like yours better. I've said reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, mm-hmm. I've experienced that before, even though I'm not experiencing it now. I can go feel that and then reverse engineer the situation. But I like borrow. It's more lends itself to, I never even had to experience it. I can simply observe and say, oh, that would feel lovely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then that gets us to that point. Of again in the collective, that's when we move from being the individual raindrop to the ocean that we've fallen into. Mm-hmm. So, as I, you know, if I'm listening to you tell a story that I have not done yet, I will open my energy up to receive. We've spoken before about receiving mm-hmm. to receive the vibration that you're giving off from the story you're telling. Again, it doesn't have to be a true story, it, as far as you can see a movie. I mean, movies invoke that like it's that's like evo- you know like we're like oh i'm starting to cry over this you know yeah. that's art that's the right. point right and i think that's why we as humans are so connected to a good movie or a good story because not even just that it's an escape which it is but it is an opportunity to borrow feelings mm-hmm. that's exactly. very cool that's very cool good yeah. word yeah all right how do you want to close well I I want to close just supporting everyone and and uh, boy I I would just love to sit around with everybody and and talk about these things and compassionately 
work together to align and laugh and have joy. And so with that intention, um, just a reminder, as I'm saying that and feeling that very strongly, more and more people will come into my life Mm -hmm. and I will have those moments and they may not look exactly like I think in this, like, oh, am I really going to be in a room with a bunch of people talking about this? Well, I might. However, it'll be the woman behind me in the grocery line later on today when Mm -hmm. I'm buying lemons. It will be the person who I look at at a stoplight and we look and smile, Mm -hmm. right? It's not always going to be the technical three-dimensional five sensory concept Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. energy exists yes and so it's about being aware of the vibration and the exchange with another person yes it doesn't matter right so how what a beautiful close so we're actually closing with an invitation to go out and play with everybody energetically in this space or other spaces that we can or cannot see. Yes, so it's an invitation to go out and play energetically and with be in everybody. Paradise. And be in paradise. I love it. And as always, more, more to, to be, be revealed. revealed. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on Expansive Minds Podcast, Gateway to Freedom. Until next time, more to be revealed.